Hey, Zach. Huh? You like YouTube videos? Boy, do I. Well, then I have got one for you. <laughs> oh, tell me more. <laughs> Head on over to Matt Make Zach Watch Horror Movies, the YouTube channel. And you put a flashing graphic right here. Go over there to watch our new vlog. Where we went to Halloween Horror Nights. We're going to start putting out our vlogs of all of the events we did last year. Woo. So check out the Horror Nights one and stay tuned for more. Like... Shacktoberfest. And... What was the other one? <laughs> and Oogie Boogie Bash. <laughs> so go to youtube.com slash at Matt Makes to watch. Now on with the show. <laughs> They're alive. Back to thrill and chill with you. Starring Count Zakula and the Matman. Watch them face off against classic monster legends of old. Welcome to Season 4 of Matt Makes Zack Watch Horror Movies. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Matt Makes Zack Watch Horror Movies. I'm Matt. And I'm Zach. I'm Matt. Oh, wait. Wait, no, that's wrong. You're Matt, man, and I'm Zach. I realized Kula. it as I was doing it, and then I stumbled over the next thing I was about to say. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Matt Man Me Exacular Watch Horror Movies. I'm Matt Man. You're supposed to say that. If you will. And I'm Zachula. I made him watch a horror movie. What did we watch this week, Zachula? Well, welcome to the new year. We're <laughs> returning to the Universal Monster movies that we've d totally finished last year and didn't forget about. Yes. Um, so we watched Creature from the Black Lagoon. We did. One of the Universal Monster classics. So, Zachula, what'd you think? Spoiler-free little review here at the top. Did you like it? Or I have two, three main thoughts. <laughs> One thought, two thought, three thought, four thought. Um, <laughs> a little young gravy just for you, Matt. Because you totally know who that is. Sure. <laughs> um, it's the name of a person who exists, I'm sure. <laughs> um, thought one. I can see why Guillermo del Toro watched this and was like, why didn't the fish man kiss the lady in the end yes. and made a movie that won yes. an Oscar? <laughs> Guillermo del Toro's on it. Um, two. <laughs> Wait, I'll save that for my summary. Um, three. Nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> No, this is like stuff with a log happens. This is like <laughs> this is like the mummy, but if the mummy was on uh just one pool the entire time, <laughs> nothing happened. <laughs> That's fair. fish man, fish man, cool monster movie, 
kind of boring. <laughs> All right, I might disagree with you, Zach. I, I really like this movie. It's probably I mean, like my third favorite Universal monster, right behind Wolfman. I, I mean, it's right there with me too, but that's not saying much. <laughs> There's like Bride of Frankenstein, Wolfman, this, the rest of them. <laughs> what about Dracula? That's a good one. Oh, that yeah, Dracula. You know, <laughs> I'd put Dracula above this because stuff actually happens in Dracula. <laughs> We don't, we don't, we don't watch underwater footage for way too long with no one saying anything or doing much of anything. But oh, it's beautiful, Zach. Uh, yeah, but if watch they were Avatar. blue cat people, you'd fucking love it, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. Because the weekend sang a song in that one. Does the weekend appear in this one? No. It. All right, but we watched uh, the creature from the black lagoon. Yeah, and you know what time it is, Zach. It's it's, Wa- it's time. Watch out, because we're heading into the lagoon of fear. I'm trying to mix it up with my sayings now, but it's not working. <laughs> the lagoon of fear. Spoilers yeah. ahead. Spoilers ahead. Don't drown. Don't run into a stick, yes. or else your boat might crash. <laughs> I'm ready. All right, Zach. Three, two, one, go. A group of white dudes fuck around and find out the end. Yeah. (laughs) That's the movie. I mean, honestly. Um, Yeah, a group of. uh, Much like the mummy. (laughs) Yeah, two white dudes uh, go out and find a fish man who really likes the lady and they shoot him up a bunch and it's not very chill of them. There are three interchangeable white men on a boat, a delightful captain, and a I lady. forgot there was three. Exactly. <laughs> there are the two guys who keep scuba diving and one man who looks like a perfect combination of the two of them. <laughs> like he was engineered by science. <laughs> and the two dudes who go scuba diving look exactly the same. Yes. No, one is blonde-ish. Uh, yeah, that that really comes through in the black and white movie we just watched. <laughs> but i'm here for the love story between gilman and the lady he just he just wants to love her yeah and they wouldn't let him and (laughs) they kept poisoning his water and killing all of his fish friends that's kind of fucked up in their defense he does have a weird thing for her feet so I mean, maybe he should. We don't stopped. kink right. shame on Matt. We don't kink shame, but he did not ask her permission, Zach. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> well, maybe if they weren't so grossed out by the fish man, maybe if it was written by Guillermo del Toro, she would be into it. Oh, yeah, definitely if it was written by Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> <laughs> Which also, everyone go watch Pinocchio. It is I saw 10 out of 10. It. Uh, creature man. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. This movie is just kind of boring. <laughs> um, I like sciencey jargon and rules in sci-fi movies. So See, this is I the like movie. that. Stuff. This is the movie for me, Zach. I liked in the beginning when they're like, <laughs> "We have to get this guy to study it because when we go live on another planet, we need to figure out how they evolve so we can evolve to live on another planet." That's sick. This movie happened when we didn't even land on the moon yet. So I was like, yeah. 
What? Well, apparently it was like way controversial too because you know the movie opens with the explanation of the theory of evolution. Yeah. <laughs> so people were like pissed that this was in like a movie they were taking their kids to see. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I bet, but I'm all for it. I'm yeah, like, no, it rules. That that's sick. That rules. I want like that's the the sort of creature feature like lore like that's a good reason to go after this this creature yeah but then they just sit in a pool for the the rest of the 50 minutes all i could really think of this time i don't know why this time watching it all i could think of is like how much it feels like spielberg has stolen from this movie because the entire meeting Mm. sequence between like the two the scientist man and woman and like the guy recruiting them i'm like this is exactly that scene from jurassic park <laughs> where he yeah. comes and he's like ah yes i'm popping the champagne do you want to like come to my island <laughs> it yeah. is the exact same scene right down to their costumes <laughs> like <laughs> yeah i mean still though uh brian frankenstein and the creature are still my two favorite monsters it's such a good design yeah I- I got some some real fun stuff about the design later, but <laughs> oh. yeah, because uh, I loved how like I was like shocked when like he'd open his mouth and the gills would kind of like move too. Yeah. Oh, there's so much cool stuff. I love his his little like webbing in his mouth that makes mm-hmm. it look like he has little gums. He's adorable. Yeah. I want to be yeah. his friend. Who who yeah. would want to fight this guy? <laughs> I he know. looks like a delight. Yeah. <laughs> and like they kept saying throughout the movie, like he wasn't trying to kill the lady. He was just trying to vibe and they wouldn't I, let him vibe. I do appreciate that that one, the one scientist is like, no, we're doing this guys. We should just yeah. stop it. <laughs> just like, just like the mummy. <laughs> the, the mummy needed this dude in it because yeah. this dude was the only one. Like I thought we were scientists, not big game hunters. Like <laughs> seriously, what a lesson we could learn today, huh? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Topical. <laughs> don't poison the water trying yeah. to please don't get... <laughs> don't put fish in comas or fucking whatever it was <laughs> well when they first put it in it just made the creature groggy but it killed all of the fish in that oh oh <laughs> that yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> all i can like, think is like there's probably like species of fish that haven't lived anywhere but this lagoon for thousands of years and they're like fuck uh, that it, <laughs> This lagoon we, where we want a gillman. <laughs> yeah, this lagoon where there is a evolved gillman, where they're even like, we need to study the rocks to figure out how this happened. Nah, let's just gas the place. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if the movie thinks that that's bad or not. It's just yeah. one of my problems. Like as much as I enjoy this movie, because I think unlike the Mummy, this movie really moves. You know, like. Even though nothing is happening, it come on. The mummy mummy is a warm cup of milk on a rainy day, right before bedtime, my friend. At least this movie, everyone is acting with some urgency. Yeah, but the mummy, I can remember (laughs) specific scenes and the way it's chunked up. This movie was an entire blur for me. Like I could not tell you what. Crazy night movie. (laughs) (laughs) Like. Yeah, I think it's just because it was on the same set the entire time, and there's just I mean, way that's too fair. 
way too long shots of them underwater with no dialogue or much of anything happening. Oh, and I think that stuff's all beautiful. So, and like the most interesting part of this movie to me. And any any time that like, oh my god, maybe the Gilman is gonna swim by, I'm like here for it. So Yeah. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I I don't wanna be that guy, but I did just see Avatar, so I'm just like <laughs> cool. Let me tell you about some underwater <laughs> fucking photography, friend. <laughs> cool. A guy in a suit swam by a static camera. I just I just witnessed an underwater battle of the ages. <laughs> I just but. saw pretty much a cartoon cat person in some water. <laughs> No, I like Avatar. I shouldn't. I, <laughs> I, I didn't care about Avatar. I saw it when it came out as a child in 3D. Thought it was overhyped. I rewatched it before the new one. It's I was movie. like, yeah, like, this is pretty yeah. sick. And then I rewatched it. And then I watched the new one. I've seen the new one twice already. <laughs> it's pretty oh, so sick. So you're the one. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm the one Avatar stand. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most generic movie you'll watch but sometimes like you said it's just a warm cup there's of tea nothing, yeah there's nothing wrong with like hey you know what storytelling wheel ain't broken james cameron's not here to fix it he's just gonna make a really good yeah. wheel like after after the past <laughs> 10 years of being a star wars fan i just want some normal storytelling not trying yep. to shake the world yeah yeah, <laughs> but uh, wait, wait until we cover his horror movies. <laughs> I, have, I haven't seen a single Terminator movie. Zach, we got to do the Terminator and, and those first and, two. I think we could, I think we could justify those first two. Terminator and we movies. only did the first Alien. I know James Cameron yeah, did and, Aliens. And Aliens is the best one. So yeah. bite me, nerds. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so we need to get on it. It's Cameron o'clock right now. Hell yeah. Zach, you're speaking my language. Can we justify <laughs> watching true lies? <laughs> do we do we have a James Cameron impression clock? No, but you know who he works with a bunch. One Mr. Arnold Schwarzenegger, oh. the Terminator himself. I thought you were gonna go into George Lucas. Well, he did do some special effects work on The Empire Strikes Back, so I suppose, uh, much like if we ever cover a Joe Johnston film, I'll be making an appearance. <laughs> if we cover any film, you'll be making an appearance, whether it's relevant or not. Fuck yeah, I got free time now. Somebody bought Star Wars. Come on. <laughs> I'm just chilling in my ranch, just hanging out. I'll see what other problematic thing I can call Disney that'll make everyone who even agrees with me go, oh, whoa, George, wow, whoa, man. I, <laughs> I still can't believe the the white slavers thing. <laughs> Speaking of white slavers. Yeah. I mean, here it's an apt way to describe <laughs> the cast of this movie, unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah, what do we what do we talk about? What, what, um, well, I think much like the mummy, it's time to get into fun facts so that we have something <laughs> to talk about. I want to talk about the design of the creature and who should get credit for it, which is a huge. Is there drama? Uh, yes, I know where I fall on it. There are people who fall other places on it, but it's largely a, it's sort of like 
how there's some debate over the creation of Batman, but pretty much everybody's like, Bill Finger at least co-created Batman, right? You know, like mm. it wasn't it was not Bob Kane who could like barely draw. Like Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and now he's credited. It's sort of like that, where it's like, well, yeah, one person had the initial idea, but then somebody else like did it, yeah, like executed like, that and made it better. Kind of like so, Steve Ditko and Spider Man. Exactly. Like Stan Lee yeah. did everything right. Yeah. Oh. And it's like no, because like they had Jack Kirby draw it and it sucked, which is really saying something because Jack Kirby rules. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't right for it, so it didn't work until they gave it to Steve Ditko, who's such a different artist. Yeah, I think the same is true here. So the official credit goes to in, in the credits of this film. It is Bud Westmore, who sounds like a real asshat. There, I said it. <laughs> he worked on a lot of like classic horror movies and like the Westmores were like a family legacy of like makeup artists. Hmm. Uh, but he had a tendency to like like the one thing people agree on for sure is take all of the credit. Because no Just one like from the his team is, in this movie. Yeah, no one from his team is credited in this movie. It's just him, mm. and that is how he liked it. Oh, if God. he worked on something, it was like, no, no, no. You say that I did the special effects, and if you tell them who's on my team, like, no. If you're taking pictures, I have to be there, and you have to make sure they're not in the photos. Kind of dude. Uh, or or like the like the caption of the photo has to say that I'm leading the team and I've been designing all day and they're just like helping clean up or something kind of person. Uh, Where you're like, why? Like you know. Like, did he even watch the movie he did the special effects for? That's kind of the whole lesson of this movie. Yeah. yeah. Don't be well, a dick I mean- and take credit. <laughs> There is a famous photo of him where uh, he's uh, brushing something on like one of like the like the masks of a monster and stuff, and he's trying to make it look like he's painting. He is holding the paintbrush backwards and too busy staring at the camera. <laughs> that's pretty great. Yeah, so that's that dude, and the person that I believe and I think pretty much is universally known for it now is Melissa Patrick. Uh, who sounds like a real badass lady who worked on a ton of like monster movies and stuff. And the thing that really jumped out to me in the book, uh, the lady from the black lagoon by Mallory O'Meara, I really, really recommend everybody to go read it. It's, it's really good. Uh, dives way more into like history of Hollywood and like how it treated women at the time and why she probably didn't receive credit. Mm-hmm. But uh, she was also one of the first women to be brought over to the animation f- uh, department of Disney from uh, like uh, Color and Ink. She got brought was one of like the first animators, which is pretty cool. Oh hell yeah, yeah! Like that, she is like legitimately in like the history of Disney. One of the people that like there is debate of she may have been the first woman animator, but no one is like entirely sure, just because also like you know long days long hours they might pull over some of those women from the coloring department and have them yeah. help do some fill-ins so does that count all this what, kind of what stuff was her name again uh millicent patrick she like did a lot of like the initial design work she did some sculpting too but she was like the first person to sit down and draw the creature mm. uh and like she designed it she designed where the gills are she was the one who said like he should have gills that are like super visible oh what if his mouth could open you know like all that kind of stuff like she designed the creature yeah at at the very least she deserves like co-credit with uh bud westmore Mm -hmm. 
at the very least if if not more credit you know (laughs) yeah yeah just even looking her up she's like a bunch of pictures of the creature and everything yeah well and that that's the other thing like that the book keeps bringing up that just kind of trying to reflect the the book does a very good job of showing like we've come really far but have we really come that far in how we treat women in that when Mali Amira checks down all these photos she sends them to different like horror historians and a number of these guys are just like it must have just been somebody's girlfriend visiting the set it's nothing and it's like she's clearly like working what are you talking about But uh, at the time, she actually was known as the woman who created the creature from the Black Lagoon and even got to go on like this cool tour of like Universal putting her out there with all the different monster makeups she had worked on and like talking about effects makeup and how like she worked in the industry and what what she did. And it was called like, you know, the beauty who creates the beasts mm-hmm. and it just pissed Bud Westmore off. And since he was the name and he started loudly complaining, all of a sudden they stopped doing the tour and all of a sudden her name's not going to be in the movie anymore. And all of a sudden, you know, like, and then stuff just gets buried. Like every, every article that was going to mention her suddenly gets pulled. Like just because this dude's fucking ego couldn't handle co-credit with someone. (laughs) such a bummer and it, and it takes until like when this when the lady from the black lagoon book comes out to get her fully credited now yeah and to like find you know like more not that they needed more evidence than like the photos you can see but like she actually went and tracked down like all of the evidence you could possibly find proving this which is really cool um but it, I highly recommend reading that book. Get ready to be angry like the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Um, the the author, Mallory O'Mara, she looks like a badass and oh, she certainly cool. has a podcast as well. Yes, yeah, so I was going to say her podcast, Reading Glasses, it's, it's very good. So. Um, but, dude, uh, Millicent went on to do the pastel color work for Chernobog in Fantasia yeah. and contributed on Dumbo. Like yeah. Chernobox freaking sick. Like yeah. that's so and it cool. makes sense why all of a sudden they're like, hey, 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 when you leave Disney, do you want to come uh do some monster design work for us? Like well apparently when <laughs> yeah and she, apparently she was a big time actress. Yeah she was featured pretty heavily in there's like a Disney like documentary slash animated thing about how Disney movies are made I guess at the time. Mm. where they basically like take you on a tour and like your guides are all the different animated characters. Mm. And it was also like a test run for them because they were getting ready to do like Pete's Dragon. And apparently she features pretty heavily in it because she's like one of their animators at the time. So That's so cool. See, that's what I love the most about these uh, Universal movies. I feel like every episode I find out about someone like really cool and badass. Well, yeah, and it's it's really cool to see these people finally like getting credit who weren't credited at the time for what mm-hmm. they were doing and why it was important. Yeah, because a lot of the, of the people that you've brought up have been uh, people of color or women. Yeah, which is cool I, to hear about. Yeah, I and I think at the time, people just 
either didn't talk about it or when they did talk about it, they, it got suppressed by shitty white dudes. Yeah. So <laughs> the the guys in this movie. Yes. Yeah. You would think he, yeah, like you said, did he watch the movie? Did he read the script? He clearly didn't because he didn't like do any work on it really. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Also the um, <laughs> also the uh, the Disney thing you're talking about is the reluctant dragon. Thank you. Yes. Because I was like, that sounds familiar. I know I've seen it. Yeah, the second you say Disney or animation, I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that would be up your alley. So <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's more interesting than this movie was. I mean, that's wow. fair. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll, just, I'll give you that. I you know I, I like this movie a lot, but it is true that nothing happens. <laughs> yeah, it is just like, a nice movie to look at, and I think that's why I like it. So yeah, I mean, this is just right there with Mummy for me. Just I'm gonna forget we saw it, but it's a completely middle of the road movie. Yeah, like, that movie was 80 minutes of my life that I don't regret. Yeah, uh, I'm all good now. So yeah, I'm not gonna rewatch it. Bride of Frankenstein, <laughs> Dracula, I'll rewatch those. But uh, yeah, because I yeah, I would say like Bride of Frank, Bride of Frankenstein, Dracula are two that I'll rewatch a lot. This and the Mummy are kind of just like those are cool. And then I think we've only done Frankenstein. Is the other one? Yeah. Frankenstein is already lost in my memory forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I know what version of this movie you would watch. Like much like on the Mummy episode where I talked about how people keep trying to remake that one. Uh, uh-huh. people keep trying to remake this, most famously Guillermo del Toro. Hell yeah. Which wasn't it was a little more horror than his Shape of Water, I guess. Mm-hmm. But they wanted him to essentially it was it was before the dark universe was a thing, but they were still trying to build a dark universe. And they're like, we want you to head it. And Guillermo yeah. del Toro was like, I have no interest in that. I just want to make creature from the Black Lagoon yeah. movies. <laughs> I love Guillermo del Toro, man. Yeah, because they wanted him to be Kevin Feige. And he was like, yeah. that's a horrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> So that's why his fell apart, which I guess he got pretty far into it. But the person who got farther and who I think could make you like really make this movie sing, Zach. In the middle of his fucking 1980s run, John Carpenter was at Universal and had the rights and was in the process of making a creature from the black lagoon movie are you kidding me <laughs> no and i'm talking Imagine. like this is this is this is him like around the time of like the thing and big trouble in little china he's already done halloween he's about to do prince of darkness and they live imagine like, this movie that john carpenter <laughs> imagine this movie but with synths yeah hell yeah, yeah. Zach. <laughs> Imagine if it's not a horn section every time the monster pops up. It's God damn it. (laughs) We were robbed of so much. Yeah, apparently like they got as far as like 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 he was in like pre-production on the movie. Like he was starting to cast it. God damn it. And for some reason it fell apart. There is discussion of as to why. Uh, I believe he said that, like, you know, another director didn't like me very much and he had a better relationship with Universal than I did. Mm. So 
There's debate about who that director might have been. Nobody knows for sure. A lot of people think it was John Landis, and John Landis seems like a bad person, so probably. (laughs) I feel like I have to come in hard on Landis now anytime I bring him up, because I feel like I was too easy on him on our Twilight Zone episode. I'm like, he didn't kill two people. I should probably be meaner to this guy. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair point. Murder is kind of bad. (laughs) Turns out, not a fan. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, I mean, imagine like what could have been. I'd love to see John Carpenter at like the height of his powers. Just with whatever budget he wanted to make. Essentially just his own creature feature. Because they probably, it was at the, the point of like, you know, the thing and the fly and the blob are all popular remakes of 50s sci-fi horror movies and those movies all go real hard on like the practical effects and the gore and i would just love to see just just on that end alone let alone obviously he'd probably pick up the pace of the plot and like add things that happened Mm -hmm. uh just just visually i i want to know what his pitch was like what does it look like how how many severed arms are we getting john I just need to know how many severed arms because it looks like there's a lot in this movie just kind of pe- reaching up out of frame. How many are you putting in there for real? Like, there's this, there's this <laughs> really cool severed arm in Avatar, The Way of Water, in theaters now. <laughs> My money's on the fact that James Cameron probably fucking loves this movie and it's underwater <laughs> photography. Are you kidding me, Zach? James Cameron yeah. loves a wet movie. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> have you seen the abyss no that's one of the wettest movies around zach <laughs> um i need to talk about Gamma del toro for a second okay because i was robbed of two things the way that we were robbed of Guillermo del toro. like as much as if it probably would have sucked a Guillermo del toro led dark universe would have been sick if he was into it i'd really like to see what yeah. his like pitch would have been yeah um because i know he said he seriously considered it just because yeah. he loves all of those characters so much if but he I did think he just didn't want to be stuck in franchise land forever yeah if he did like all the designs and like instead of being kevin feige like actually worked on it all that would have been sick um but i was robbed of two Guillermo del toro things one He's doing a panel uh, for Pinocchio at Gallery Nucleus. I, I was I ready. Tickets. I was ready to grab tickets. I had it open. I instantly got in, instantly added a ticket. It kept giving me an error until it was sold oh. out. I was so mad. I was That's so excited. Feeling, Zach. I know exactly how um, that goes. And you know who got tickets? Scalpers. That's who. Oh, yeah. Always. Um, so I was robbed of that recently, but we were also robbed of a Guillermo del Toro video game because, uh, a couple years ago, him and Hideo Kojima put out, a a demo called Even PT. I think this video game looked cool. <laughs> they put out a random thing called PT. You just walk <laughs> down a hallway a bunch of times and it's the most terrifying game ever. And it was a teaser trailer for the, a Silent Hill game that they're going to make together starring Norman Reedus. And then a bunch of stuff happened and Guillermo del Toro was like, yeah, working in games kind of sucks. The companies that make them kind of suck. I never want to work yeah. on a video game. We were robbed of Guillermo del Toro ever working on a video game after that. 
He did star in Hideo Kojima's Death Stranding, which is I was going to say, a lot of people have theorized that that's a lot of like the concept, at least like the visual concept stuff is yeah. Death Stranding, right? But but Silent Hill it's is not like the same. so yeah. iconic and Death Stranding is a walking simulator. <laughs> Well, yeah, you play a right. pizza man delivering <laughs> things. I could not get into it, but but I am so upset we did, we're we're robbing yeah. Del Toro in the video game world. Yeah. So when well, you know, then they probably would have let him make a Silent Hill movie, and it probably would have been awesome. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Guillermo del Toro is one of those dudes who has like all of the best unproduced projects in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Because but... you've got those, you've got his Hobbit duology. He was supposed to do two Hobbit <laughs> movies that are apparently like the pitch is great. Yeah. Uh, you've got, uh, he was supposed to do At the Mountains of Madness. Or, yeah. Uh, adapting the HP Lovecraft story that everything references. Mm. And the the screenplay I would describe that you can read I would describe as the thing pumped up to eleven, and it yeah. lo- it looks and sounds incredible. Like everything about it is like this looks like a rules. Like yeah. So whenever Guillermo del Toro does get a win, I'm like I feel obligated to go watch it and love it because I want him to yeah. keep making movies. Yeah, I mean even <laughs> Pinocchio that just came out. Like I watched the documentary of the making of it before, and it it, it took like years yeah. like it was in development I, was, I remember back at least during like when he was doing a uh, book of life like he was talking about yeah. it, her next project is going to be pinocchio anything else about the creature um i think it's just a great design with a great suit performance uh the underwater stuff in that suit just looks so incredible the way that they have to swim in it like just uh, it's just different enough than the people swim that like mm. it looks like oh this is how a weird animal like Gilman would swim you know <laughs> it's kind of incredible and the way the face moves I love it like early yeah. animatronic stuff is always cool to see especially when it holds up this well you know it have been sick a creature mm. of the black and goon like ride at Universal or something <sighs> Was was there ever a horror maze or anything? Oh yeah, they used to have. You know how they had like the Walking Dead maze just year round. They used to have one that was like the classic Universal monsters. Yeah, I remember that one. But I don't know. I don't think Gilman was like in that a lot. I think appearance. Uh, he made an appearance in Horror Nights Orlando and Horror Nights Japan. Oh, bring him here, guys! Bring him here, please. <laughs> He's my good fish friend, and I want to take pictures with him. Oh, he was in Universal Monsters The Bride of Frankenstein Lips. We went to that one. Was he? Apparently. Oh. As a static figure. Oh. Well, that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> but he was there. Yeah. Well, Zach, any uh, closing thoughts on the creature from the Black Lagoon? Um, you have not changed my mind. This movie is pretty boring. You know what? This isn't a movie I I thought I I knew you would feel that way, and I knew I wouldn't be able to change your mind. So, because um, it is, it's all about whether or not you're into this movie's vibe at the moment. And today I was. That's all I can say. Yeah, <laughs> I, I still love the creature design. I love learning about Millicent Patrick. I definitely want to read that book. It's very good. Um, that's about it. <laughs> 
I Fair can, enough. Guillermo del Toro was on the money. The fish man should have kissed the lady. Yeah. Yeah. And they should have kissed and been up. nice friends. <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, anyways, go to our YouTube channel. Oh, yes. Watch our vlogs yeah. that we're going to start posting now. They're very uh, funny. Yeah. We had a lot of fun making them. Yes. And hopefully you enjoy them because this is the year we start to branch out outside of the podcast and hopefully we don't miss a single week this year that's the goal that's the goal do you do you have any goals for the new year with the podcast or anything we do uh just keep recording and having fun and hopefully i want to meet uh more people and hear from people more about like what they want us to cover and stuff i think that would be really cool so reach out everybody yeah because I think after Universal Monsters, we're kind of aimless as of yes. now. I mean, we're planning <laughs> on doing all the big movies coming out. We're going to yeah. cover Pearl X and Maxine when Maxine comes out. Yes. We're obviously going to do the Scream when that comes out. So. Scream takes Manhattan. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's an exciting year. Let us know what you want us to want to see from us this year. Yes. Um, but anywho, you can find, you can actually find me now. Um, I'm starting a star Wars YouTube channel. If you're into star Wars, and Wait, this wasn't a star Wars podcast. Oh no. <laughs> I've been labeling it wrong this whole time. <laughs> Damn it. Um, yeah. If you're into star Wars, Kaz Cantina, C-A-Z on YouTube, Instagram, all that. I'm going to start posting stuff. And the first video will be me and Matt watching the holiday special. I was going to say, I happen to know the first video is very good. So, so <laughs> what I can't remember me. of it, we were drinking. Uh. <laughs> You'll see in the video, I made some very fun, festive drinks. They were delicious. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can now find me at places. Uh, yeah. What about you, Matt? Well, you can still find me on uh, everything. Uh, f- I, I can't say it anymore because it's not true, but you can still find me on everything, especially Instagram, I guess, as uh, I draw paintings. So no more, uh, no, no more from no, it's OnlyFans. Gone. Yeah, it's it's gone. I can't say it anymore. Yeah, what it's happened? No longer to true. It? I decided I, I didn't really use it. It was just there for the bit. So <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just had it for the job. So you yeah, I stopped it. posting anything on it. So I was like, why do I still have this? I should just delete it. <laughs> like <laughs> Because of your one true follower, George Lucas. <laughs> if you've made it this far, you, 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 this is the your little... of the podcast. This is, is. Oh, this is a little reward for you for sticking this far. Matt had an OnlyFans where he drew on it. And as a joke, I made an OnlyFans named George Lucas. And I commented on all of his posts as George Lucas. <laughs> and you do like I made s- like six whole dollars off that bit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you did like a sexy Sailor Moon or something, and I, <laughs> I think I commented you were like, like anime was a mistake. <laughs> as as my good friend uh, uh, <laughs> Miyazaki once said, anime was a mistake. <laughs> so there you go. There's your reward <sighs> for sticking around this long. 
Yeah, I might just keep saying it though, just because it sounds so nice. So from Instagram to OnlyFans, you can find me as I draw paintings on everything. <laughs> sure. Uh, and on that, oh, and I've note, been back on uh, Twitch more, so come hang out when I'm drawing. Yeah, is that yeah. is that one of your goals for the year to stream more? Yes, I wanna I wanna branch out more just in what I do in general. So nice. come watch well, me stream. Come buy a T-shirt. You know, whatever you want to do, come help me out. I got to pay rent. <laughs> yeah, he's he's making vests and shirts and stuff. Too. Yeah, you should probably plug that more than your OnlyFans. <laughs> that doesn't exist anymore. And on that note, glove, 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 glove. I'm a giveaway. As the Vox fades, we thank you for listening to this bizarre journey into cinema. If your morbid curiosities hunger for more, you may summon our horror bros at MacMakeZack.com, on Twitter and Instagram at MacMakeZack, or if you dare, say George Lucas three times into a mirror for a visit from our phantom menaces. You may now return to your mortal plane of existence. Until next week, as Matt makes Zack sit through another chilling apparition. Mwahahahaha! <laughs>